Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Longtime college football coach, former Baylor defensive coordinator Phil Bennett now with some true serum coming, true serum coming your way and our way on 365 Sports. Phil, thank you very much. So um, how much as a coach on staff can be accomplished? And you hear about the improvement from game one to maybe game two after you've played somebody. But what about during an off week? What do you work on during an off week? What is the, the, uh, the protocol in your opinion? Well, you know, I, I've said this before. The thing that I've always done is, is you play six games and evaluate what you've done good, what you've done poorly, and you evaluate your players. What's your best combination? Who deserves to play? Uh, I think you look offensively, you know, since that's a big issue and say, these are the things we're capable of doing. This is what, this is what Blake can do. This is what we can do with our running game. There's a lot of things that you take from your statistics and said, you know, these statistics won't lie. These are the things working for you. Now, the other thing then packages you know what's our best package you know how can we get better you know one of the things i know defensively i talked to a guy that that was friends with one of the guys on staff is, is they want to know what can they do better on first down you know first down such a big down defensively if you let a team get second and short second and medium your chances uh, of stopping them become very hard and so those are the things you do you evaluate yourself and then you go out and you start working those things. So what if you can't figure out what you do well? Well, I, I, you know, Paul, there's things they've done well. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, every, you know, uh, you know, every game has it. You know, obviously the 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 negatives sometimes outweigh the positives. But you you see some things, and you even go back and you say, listen, this is where I, I know back when. Uh, and I always reflect the 2012 
because we had to create some things. Mm -hmm. We said, you know what? These are what people are doing to us. We can't seem to do this the right way. Let's, let's, let's get some answers here. And I think that's one of the things that, that both sides of the ball will, will do and go out and practice it against each other. Uh, now, uh, the other thing is it a toughness issue. You know, one of the players, I think it was Baldwin, thought that, uh, you know, that they didn't think everybody was in. You know, you, 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 the mind's a powerful thing. If you challenge them mentally and physically, I mean, you can change habits. You really can. And uh, I think there's – I've said this before. I think there's winnable games out there that, that this thing can flip, but it's got to be done right. Coach, uh, elsewhere in the uh, Big 12, Mike Gundy and Oklahoma State seem to be getting on track after a bit of a rocky start. Uh, just in your experience, what is it like to prepare for a Mike Gundy team? And just what are your thoughts on, on him and just the, the longevity and consistency he's had in Stillwater and any surprise that they're starting to, to get their groove as they settle in on, on their backfield? Uh, I think Mike is one of those guys, you don't see at a place. How many years have been? 19, 20 years, yeah, yeah. you know, I, I, this is how old I am. I, I was the DC at Iowa state when Mike was a freshman starter <laughs> at Oklahoma state. <laughs> now, now, how about that? Yeah. And, 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 but you know, he, the reason he's still there is he's got a really good staff. they like it there. They stick together. Uh, he's hired some good coaches. Uh, it hasn't been by chance. And, and you just, you just mentioned when they lost to, to South Alabama, I mean, my goodness. I mean, everybody was ready to run over them. And then, lo and behold, Kansas goes in there. Uh, excuse me. Can, uh, actually, it was uh, uh, Kansas State and then Kansas. And they take care of both of them and play very well. You know, and I'm going to give you another clip. You know, last week, Tech left Waco sky high. Mm -hmm. And then they ran into a freshman quarterback. And I, I would think that that Joey's a little bit scratching his head right now, too. Phil, when you mentioned Gundy, the longevity, and how people were angry even last year because the, the expectations were still high, and then how they started, isn't sometimes all the most difficult ADs, whoever, to, to, uh, to, to not fire somebody and let it work itself out? Or and What's the fine line there? Well, you know, you, you, you and I have talked about this. The ADs that, that, that really uh, have a communication line with the coaches, you know, one of the things uh, that I always thought about great ADs, a guy named Joe Dean at LSU, he wanted to know your plan. And, and I'm sure Mac's like this, and I'm sure the AD at Oklahoma State, he might tell them, this year we might, it, it might be a journey for us to uh, take time to take off on this. This is what we're looking at. Now, it always changes, and it can be bearable, but, but you're, having your AD aware of your situation is invaluable. And you have to be careful not to overstate the positives or understate the negatives because you've got to be truthful. You know, because you know your AD doesn't want to hear you. Hey, listen, we might start off on this schedule a little bit rough, but we're going to come out of it. Uh, I, I think it takes an AD that has a vision, has a belief, that, that sticks with. The people, you know, I always go back to Frank Beamer. You know, Frank Beamer 
had some rough years, had a couple good years and a couple rough years. And then this guy, I remember the AD that came out and said it. He goes, you know, I just always knew that, that we would get this thing straightened out. And, and it paid off. Now, sometimes it's a fine line. Do you stay, you know, they've got a situation here at A&M. Do you stay six years? What's, what's the timeline? I, I don't know. But because you have to be in that circle, and those guys got to have a feel for that, and they got to see how it's run every day. How the players, you know, you might have to make, unfortunately, we all know this, you got to make coaching staff changes sometimes to improve yourself. And, and, and we all hate it until I've been a part of it, good and bad. So uh, that's always the things that you look at. Phil, that uh, Oregon-Washington game was one of the most fun games I've ever watched in my life. Uh, you mentioned A&M. <laughs> They're paralyzed. Jimbo Fisher's a little paralyzed by being too conservative, right? He's he's kind of going off the old script a little bit too much. Dan Lanning uh, does not have that problem. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I want to I tell you something. I, I'm a huge Dan Lanning fan. Um, I knew him when he was a young GA. At Ted. I've known him, but actually uh, text with him last week. Uh, you know, the thing that I look at Dan, uh, and, and I know after the game he immediately took uh, responsibility, he really thought on that fourth down, you know, because I'm going to tell you, sometimes you have to you have to make a stop and you have to make a play. Uh, I, I looked at situations, uh, you know, with Art. We, we always went for it on fourth down. I never worried about it because I knew the decision was made. But, but there's no doubt Art would have went, went for it because he wanted to win the game on offense. He, and they had moved the ball defensively uh, uh, quite a bit on Oregon. And he said, you know what? If we can make this first down, the game's over. Uh, and and he, it didn't happen for him. Coach, Paul brought up A&M. Your thoughts after the, the latest, I guess, head-scratcher and, and disappointment uh, against Tennessee and just where they find themselves now. As you know, the, the Sharks circling there in the, the waters near College Station. Well, you, you know, I, I, I've said this from the get-go. The SEC right now, Craig, is not a, is not a, just a top-to-bottom great league. There's, there's some good teams in it, but there's no, you know, you're always – there's not a Georgia. And Alabama's not Alabama. Tennessee was a very beatable team for the Aggies, very beatable. Their quarterback is very average. Uh, their running game is excellent, which helped them win the game. Uh, Georgia uh, is, is, you know, beatable. Uh, Florida, all those guys, Auburn, it, it's sort of a down. This would have been a great year for the Aggies to step up. And I'm, I'm not saying it's over because they could win out because I think everybody in their league's average. They just can't seem. Their second half uh, uh, on offense has really, the last two games, I think they've scored six points. And, and, and you're not going to win doing that. They come out fine. Um, I think that, you know, everybody's down on their O-line. I'm, I'm just not willing to say that they're, they're – I, I believe they're good coaches. I, I just don't see them having the explosion players to be – you know, they don't have a great running back. Uh, their receivers are okay. Uh, tight ends okay. Uh, they're just not explosive on offense. Defensively, uh, they're good in the front end and not as good in the back end. So it's sort of what what they're getting. They're playing close, but they just can't finish. 
You coached at Oklahoma, you've coached at LSU, you've coached at A&M, and among others in the country. Which program, and I know you were the head coach at SMU, which program had the most intensity or pressures from donors? Well, I keep saying, well, I better, I got to quit that. But, you know, what I see is this. I see LSU has been a championship program. Oklahoma has been a championship program. Their expectancies are real and they're high. A&M, per se, the last championship they won was 1998. The, the donors are avid, they're dedicated, they're loyal, and, and they want to be good. They have the best stadium, the best facilities in America, and I talked to them. I know, I know what most of them, they're scratching their heads. Why can't we do that? Why can't we do what Washington's doing? Why can't we do what LSU did in 2019? You know, why can't we do what CC did, CCU did a year ago, get to the, that game? And, and so I would have to say the Aggies. Bill Bennett, former Baylor defensive coordinator, longtime college football coach with us on 365 Sports. Phil, how much are the Aggies going to be affected by the fact that Texas is coming in next year? That is the the, the reason they left the Big 12 was to get away from Texas. They're still in the fight song. You know, all those things. And they're coming back in. And pretty much every decision that A&M has ever made when it comes to football has to do with the boys down in Austin. I love, I love, and I say this, the rivalry between A&M and Texas. I respect the rivalry between A&M and Texas. The younger generation, I'm almost 70 years old, so obviously I'm old. But the, the days, I've probably been involved with more A&M, Texas games, playing and coaching than anybody uh, around other than maybe RC and a few others. It is a great, great rivalry. And, and, and believe it or not, among the people that are involved, the respect is immense. You know, Delos at that time with a conference and new things irritated a lot of Aggies. And they, the, the younger group said, we're going to get out of there. We want to get away from them. We want to get – I think it's outstanding. I think I think that what the, what's fixing to happen next year, you know, the last game of the year is going to be Texas and, and A&M at College Station. And I, hopefully I'm around. I would not miss it for the world. I think it's great for Texas. I think it's great for college football, and, and I just think it was a, it was one of those things, and, and I'd like to y'all to answer that. It's one of those things that had to be. It had to come back. If we were ever going to make this thing right, that rivalry had to come back. Yeah, it's, sometimes uh, running away from your problems is not the way to face them, right? You know, like, and so now it's like, there's no, there's no way out of this now. Nobody's leaving the SEC. So you're going to face each other and going to make the best of it. And now I think some of the back and forth about recruiting and all the other things will finally make sense again as, you know, for the last decade plus, it's just been petty and silly. Well, and you you know, let's be, let's be honest with it. Two great, great. State universities, you know, that are eighty-five miles apart. My goodness, I mean, it's a natural, and and, and it's to me, it gets me motivated, and, and you know, wanting us 
you know, being an A&M guy, wanting us, you know, to, to test our medal. You know, we, we, got, we had a run on them there and, and to continue that. Coach, uh, you saw some of the newcomers into the Big 12, West Virginia and TCU, and now we're seeing these four new schools, and then there will be another four next year. But the four new schools that are coming from outside the Power Five, having a little bit of this adjustment period. When you saw the new schools come in like TCU, West Virginia, and you see these new schools this year, what are like the biggest adjustments that, that you have to overcome or deal with as far as making that transition? And what do you see from maybe some of the four that are dealing with those types of deals? Craig, you're playing better teams week after week. There's no, there's, there's, there's no, uh, no, no slip games for you that you can just slip by. There's no slip games. I, I mean, I don't know if you guys remember it, but my first game ever at Baylor was TCU's first ever Big Twelve conference game, mm-hmm. and they had a. I, I think, David, you correct me. Seventeen game winning streak. Is that right? Yep. What or some something like that. They had gone. Uh, unde- they had gone undefeated the year before. Won the Rose Bowl, wasn't that right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, we were. We. I think they had beaten us. What sixty-two to ten? Yeah. The year before. Yeah. In in Fort Worth, and it flipped. I mean, it's just week after week. Now they they did a good job. I'm not saying that, but but uh, I tell this story all the time. After we won it in thirteen. Uh, I get a call. I'm at my house in College Station, and it's Gary Patterson. He goes, hey, just want to tell you congratulations. He said, man, he said, I I don't know. He said, when you went there, I knew you'd get better on defense and you'd help them. And he goes, I, I find it hard to believe. And he even said this, that with y'all's offense, that uh, y'all could play good defense to win it. He said, what do you think the answer was? And I told him, I said, you had to change – your philosophy, you know, and we, I did. And, and um, lo and mm-hmm. behold, he makes a change and goes to the exact same word, thing we're doing and becomes a different, you know, the next year, it's, what, what was the score? 61 58 yeah. or whatever it was. Yep. And don't, uh, don't take those, those calls, things, Phil. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, those things, you look at last week, great example was Iowa State playing at Cincinnati. You know, Iowa State. Some people say, oh, they're a lower-level Big 12. I would say people that have played Iowa State that that really know them, every week they'll tell you, you better button up. You know, Cincinnati didn't know that. Uh, UCF, you know, going to Kansas, you know, couldn't play with them. You know, UCF uh, uh, going to Kansas State, couldn't play with them. So there's going to be some transition. BYU going to TCU. Couldn't hang with them, mm. you know. So they're going to have to step up their recruiting and, and what they're doing to match the Big Twelve is an underappreciated league, and I think people are seeing that. Phil, if you don't mind, one more question. Uh, yeah. I shared the interview Mac Rhodes with us last week on Tuesday. He's incredibly available, accessible, transparent. Uh, and he had mentioned that he had had conversations with Dave Aranda. A lot of people looked at that and like, my God, is he also in the film room? He's not. But your thoughts about when you like when you first heard it, and then when you listen, or when you first heard about it, and then when you listen, what in the end did you come out of that with? Well, first of all, uh, the first thing that I got, I didn't like the fact that he was talking offense with Dave because he doesn't have the knowledge 
of offense. He's a fan. Now he's a, he's a knowledgeable fan, and he's a personnel guy. Uh, I, I don't I don't I've, in my 44 years I've never ever had an AD talk to any of our coaches about schemes. The more I read it, what you gave me, it's a, it's a different take. He was talking about things when it's personnel, when it's talk about. Yeah, I like the the interchange, and I do. I believe he has great confidence in Dave. Um, and, and I think you have to be careful. Assistant coach, coaches, their families, you know, we're, we're used to being uh, talked about, and and but not from the AD. Uh, I I would I would just think that I would sometimes less is more. I would say uh, I was hoping if something was said, it would be a little bit more to turn. We're evaluating everything, and, and I think when you particularly say the offense has been uh, addressed, you, you you're sort of going into a to a, a land that I don't like as a coach. And I'll be honest, I like Mac Rhodes, I like him a lot, uh, but I would tell him the same thing. But the more I read it, it wasn't as bad or heard it. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was. If you took Georgia, Washington, Ohio State, Oklahoma, and Michigan, and, of course, Ohio State's playing Penn State, who would you say right now, based on what you've seen, the eye test are the four best teams in the country? Man, I would tell you, right now, I'm in, uh, Washington is a score. They're exciting. They're a scoring machine. Michigan is, uh, you know, maybe two Big Ten teams, uh, along with Oklahoma, you know, I'm not sure. I watched the Georgia, uh, Daryl Dickey is an analyst at Georgia, good friend of mine, great coach. And, and I watched that game because I'm, I, I'm watching Georgia with interest. Uh, you know, Vanderbilt played them tough. I, I, I just think that once you get to the end, they're probably you, you, those teams that you said are all in there, but, but Washington is dynamic. They remind me of, of us at Baylor in, in on offense, 13, 14, 15. I mean, every play, you better hold your breath. And, and you know what's interesting now? I'm going to tell you something. I told somebody, when I was at Kansas State, we lost a very close game to o- OU the year they won the national championship. And our whole goal was to come back and say, we won them in Kansas City. And we played them in, for, you know, for the Big 12 championship. And it was another great game. And I think they beat us 24-22. This Texas OU potential matchup at the end could be something. Phil, as a Florida State alum who had to play that Oklahoma team uh, in that national championship year, it makes me really sad you didn't win either of those games because they were absolutely the team of destiny that year, Oklahoma was. You you know, I I think you're exactly right. I remember this. A bunch of Oklahoma coaches called me. I, I am. I'm watching that game going. Wow! I think the score. You correct me, correct? Thirteen to three, wasn't that right? Thirteen to two. Thirteen to two. Yep. And, and they were partying. I was still up, and I was in Manhattan, Kansas. And I'm not going to say who it was, but they said, "Hey, just want to let you know, we're thinking about." You. He said, "Y'all were the best team we played." So oh. it, it gave me some comfort oh. at, 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 at oh. Kansas State. Shit, that hurt, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and you know what? Seth used, Seth used to tell me. He said their whole team said, hey, 
Yeah. Kansas State was the second best team we played. Yeah, man. <laughs> those were some great, great games. You eventually got OU in the Big 12 championship. Yeah, Daniel we did. Snyder did, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. We, we put a little Darren Sproles on them. Yeah, <laughs> little little running back voodoo, so to speak. Hey, Phil, it's yeah. always great to hear from you there. Uh, the chat room loves what you do and, and loves your true serum and also your knowledge and experience. Thank you so much. This has been a Rogue Media Network 